So using this template to um, generate understanding mm. and what could be understood is um, within this is the, the world of <laughs> defined in many different ways but the territory this is we can call it Sankara that's one major aspect of it it's also exactly the territory of the five Kanda but we'll begin with Sankara it's because this is the most uh, provocative active uh, and we could say though this word is translated in many different ways uh, formations, fabrications, conditions so forth just float the term formative energy formative energy energy that creates forms mm. so we contemplate the dimension of the body the experience of embodiment as a living creature that vitality, that surging, that dissonance, that comfortable suffusion, if it gets comfortable, that is called kaya sankara, bodily formative energy or bodily formation. And it's, uh, it's added significance because we recognize this is not some kind of fixed person. This is a formative energy. Mm. And without us really even thinking about it, it, it gives some kind of background impression of where we're at, whether we feel tense or compressed, expansive, grounded, floating away, drifty, scattered, scrambled, lopsided. Uh, like plenty up in my head, nothing in my my belly, you know, already tight round my chest, or closed in the throat, or nothing whatsoever happening in in uh, in the chest, or something like that, restrictive. And so that acts as a basis for how we operate. Mm. If it's smooth and steady, the body operates smoothly and steadily it's broken and numb, it kind of gets very jittery and it's very uncomfortable to sit with. And it's associated, it's very much connected to what's called citta-sankara, the formative energy of citta, the effective, sensitive awareness or heart. In this aspect, it's most easy to refer to it as heart, because it's so, chitta is so covered and bound up with chitta sankara, which is a heartful, impulsive emotions, um, mood swings, reactivities, sensitivities, urges, drives, inclinations. It's a rich and multifaceted world. Yeah? where we feel we're being touched in our hearts or affected or directed or interested. Jitta Sankara. And this 
major area because based upon this is how we act, how we speak, how we think, how we see the world, how we respond. Jump out, retract, uh, get impatient, uh, procrastinate, feel closed down, feel obstructed, feel we have to go super hard to get anything done, overcharged. And this seems to be our, our personal profile, Jitta Sankara. Uh, and it can lead to some extremely um, strong impulsive energies. You know, the have to do it all, compulsive action or compulsive inaction, can't do anything, don't know what to do, tell me what to do, (laughs) or fluctuations between the two. And out of that is generated a world. So it generates the world of they need me to do everything, or they don't let me do anything, (laughs) or I'm not good enough to do anything, or I'm so good I've got to do everything. So this kind of projects out onto individuals or relationships or general lifestyle. Mm. And so as it projects out, it generates a world around us that then confirms these messages. Why does it confirm it? Because it is literally a, a replication of the messages. The blueprint lies in the heart, it just projects it out, and lo and behold, we find the objects, the statistics, the behaviours that fit. Because that's what the jitter's tuned into. Sensitive to, triggered by. Jitta-sankara. And the uh, keynote of it is, it's compulsive, it's um, familiar, it's me, obliged, have to, compulsive, got to, fixed, it's always like this, it's me. And it's unsatisfactory. No matter how much I act upon it, I never get to a place of, oh, well, that's the end of that then. Maybe a moment and then it projects onto the next thing. It's got an and next tail to it. And next, and then, and make sure, and have you covered it, and another one, and how long in the future, and somewhere else. It's got, it's got an addition that keeps it going and to another scenario. When these things get uh, habituated, sometimes we just can't stop doing things. It changes what we do, we've got to kind of keep doing something. Why is it? Oh, I just feel like it. And it, it resists being investigated. Like, no, I just feel like it, that's why. There's no reason, it's not reasonable, it's just, that's what I, it's like it resists 
it gets agitated if you, if you start to look into it. So if you have to feel threatened by it, no, not threatened, just, is that so? What is it that makes it so? What is it makes it so compulsive? An agitated, disoriented state, if that can't happen. You know, so we can get there going, I want, you know, peace, quiet, nothing happening, and something has to be done. And get agitated, disoriented. I'm supposed to be here not having to do anything. Agitated, disoriented. Well, cleaning your teeth is doing something, is it? You know, (laughs) what we take as doing something. In the agitation, you know, we don't concern ourselves that we have to clean our teeth or put our clothes on, but maybe, you know, mopping a floor becomes doing something. What's the difference between the activity of putting your clothes on and the activity of mopping a table? One is not better than the other, is it? It's just activities, movements. But this uh, Jitta Sankara formulates mine, and that mine begins to habituate. This is within my profile, my boundary. Outside of that, I feel disoriented and confused. Well, this is what leads on to further becoming rebirth. Pick up heart pattern, psychological profile, keep it running. Feel agitated, disappointed, conflicted. If that can't happen, feel disoriented. And uh, these two then fit together because when you get the agitation, you feel it in the body, feel restricted, agitated, stirred, driven, left, abandoned, confused. What am I going to be? And you can feel it in your body. That's why this body meditation is so useful because when it comes into the citta, <laughs> you're very difficult in your perspective on it comes into the body, you begin to sense that's strange because there's that slight fluttery sense in my in my chest. Hmm, interesting. There's that slightly cramped feeling coming into the sides of my body or abdomen. And you begin to sense that, hey, this is not, it's not even, this is imbalanced. So you forget the theories and the ideas what you should or shouldn't be, and just address the Kaya Sankara aspect. See what happens. If we can release that, breathe through that, then perhaps we'll be reformulated. So everything is doing, and everything is receptive. Sitting still is doing, and being receptive, Mopping the table is doing and being receptive. 
putting your clothes on, is doing and being receptive. They're, they're, they're all the same, really, in this respect. But generally, areas where we feel driven, compelled, limited receptivity. Limited receptivity. We don't really check it. We don't really receive it. Ah, that's what it is. If I received it, open to it, I begin to sense this doesn't feel so good. What is needed? Oh, something begins to release in the body. Oh. And then one can do more or less the same thing without the personal profile on it. We come from a much more balanced perspective. So just notice, you know, in your day, whatever you're doing, you're going for a walk in the woods, you're mopping the floor, you're having a shower, whatever you're doing, are you receptive to that? as well as active. Are you both? If you get both, you'll be able to check it out. And you'll notice the energy's moving. And you feel quite comfortable with that. When it goes in balance, particularly when that balance is lost, particularly when the receptive sense is lost, what occurs is another sankara form moves in or becomes accentuated, which is called the vajji sankara verbalization. You get the inner chatter uh, magnifies. A lot of chatter starts going on in the in the in the in the mind. It starts chattering. Agitation. Sets up, daydreaming, fantasizing, planning. The balance has been lost. The balance has been lost, and the thinking mind, the energy of that sankara, accentuates and inflames the vajji sankara, thinking mind. When actually, there really isn't much need to think right now. It's not that you shouldn't, it's just how many of those thoughts are actually like, useful, <laughs> are relevant, fresh, wise, and it's just kind of, are they just filling up the space, <laughs> almost like a trapped nerve jittering away, because that's what it is. And so when one finds this going on, then what's happening in the body? Probably the receptive open sense has disappeared, the active sense has got tightened up, fixation has begun, the obligation has begun, the I am is firmly in place, and the world fits it. So we can get this sense of complaining mind. Oh, so many things, there's not enough, there's too 
they shouldn't do this, I shouldn't be that, he's this, he's that. They never did this, she did it all wrong, why do they ever do it that way, I do it this way. People are so stupid, they can't put their shoes in the right place, and they bang the door at night, and I've been here for peace and quiet, and people kind of can't keep simple things like keeping the door quiet. How many times, especially meditating, because the experience meditates, they can't actually close the door quietly. You know, and in the middle of the night, what do you think is this? I'm like, right, I pay money to monk off work to come to this place. People can't even close the door quietly. I'm a very patient person, but really, this does get me, this is really beyond the limit. <laughs> well, it's made a lot out of a door, doesn't it? <laughs> Which might have gone on, you know, click, bang, that was it. It end. <laughs> Unpleasant feeling. Okay, receive unpleasant feeling. Not what I wished for. Found jarring. Receive unpleasant feeling. Receive unpleasant feeling. Breathe. Come into your body. Unpleasant feeling runs in, runs out, and... Tighten up against unpleasant feeling. It shouldn't be here. I don't want it. It's not right. It's not can't manage this. Unpleasant feeling stays locked in. Locked in. Body locks up, holds it nice and tight. Heart locks up, holds it nice and tight. Head locks up. Stories begin. <laughs> Sankara. And then actions. Mental actions, heart actions, feeling distaste, feeling I am not respected here, whatever, you know. Mental stories start up. Familiar. That's me, all right. So, these Sankara highly sensitive, triggerable. If you're not really attuned to them, moderating them, balancing them, getting to the optimum state where they're settled, comfortable, within boundaries, well attended, they're like highly sensitive to inflammation, feeling, touches it, and it burts. And the different kinds of feeling there are, there's only two kinds, well, only two bases, physical, and psychological, of which the most significant one, penetrative one, is the psychological. Hmm. The psychological one. That is based upon a perception. You know, this person closed the door in the middle of the night, they're careless, stupid, disrespectful, mindless, heedless person living in the room opposite me. (laughs) I always get stuck with one of these. Heedless, unlike me, with patient, loving kindness, compassion. (laughs) I get stuck with a heedless, careless brute living next to me. Not like me. And so that we get this kind of, you know, the perception of being dumped on or left out or 
not able to be what I want to be, very powerful perception, not being able to be what I want to be, want to have this state of mind I want to have. That perception is that it generates a feeling that runs into the citta sankara and becomes personalized and inflamed. And then the vajji sankara starts piping up and you get into a turmoil. So the aim of this is just, can we feel the body? This is not to say, doesn't matter, you know, bang and crash all night long if you like. No, it's not <laughs> saying that. It's just saying, well, unpleasant things do happen. Disagreeable things do happen. Things I don't find very attractive or reasonable or appropriate do happen. Okay. How much of this I'm going to let take over my mind and heart and well-being? Mm. You know? Could I discharge that and from a calmer, more steady place address the topic once again? Look at it again. doesn't have to ruin my entire day. I don't have to make a person out of it. Internally or externally. I don't have to create a person out there. I don't have to create a person in here. Disagreeable contact can be sensed, relieved, discharged. Karma doesn't have to happen. You don't have to keep perpetuating the blueprint of suffering. And sometimes, of course, disagreeable perception, I can't meditate, I can't do this thing, I'm supposed to, everybody else is doing fine, I can't do it. I can't manage this painful feeling, painful perception. Idiot, useless, doomed, defiled, you know, psychologically wounded, something wrong with you fundamentally, disagreeable. So... What what can you do? Can you acknowledge that? Sense how how it is in your body. Widen and soften around that. Come to the boundaries of your body. No attempt to get rid of anything or change anything. Just widen. Feel the textures of your body. Kindly. Softly breathing. As it does. Kindly, softly being here. You know, if you're so traumatized by mindfulness of breathing, (laughs) which can happen if you've been doing it kind of full on, Directive, 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 you know, focus on this, focus on that, get to this state, get to that state. It gets to the point where you never want to breathe again. <laughs> it's just too agonizing. So forget it. It's your, it's your life, you know. Because this can carry these signals. These signals get planted. Obligation, have to, failure, success, get on with it. 
and notice any receptivity there? Or is it all directive? Give them both together, directive and receptive. Receptive, stress, tension, widen. Feel the whole body. Not that difficult. Stand, walk up and down. Feel your body. Soften your attitudes. Get rid of the target. Receive in presence, sympathetically. Let that that agitation, that stress will begin to subside. Ease out. Not because we've jumped away from it, just because we've tackled it at a level of energy, rather than a level of psychology. I am this, I could be one of these. I need to improve this, I need to be like that, I should be more this. No, 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 that's still more doing. Receive the fullness of being embodied. Yeah. Linger in that. Your blueprints, as they arise, you keep letting them rest on that. Your self-blueprints, as they arise, you keep placing them on that. And they will dissolve. Because the self-blueprint is a formation, not an absolute natural reality. It's a, it's a formation. It's called ahankara. It's a sankara. It's a, it's a weave of formation, fabrications. And that which has come into being, woven, constructed, it, it's possible to stop doing it. It's not like there's a self to get rid of, it's just as a habit to kick. <laughs> the habit to kick is those blueprints where you get activated into certain patterns which become familiar, fixated, compulsive, and stressful. And sounds like me, feels like me. It's the pattern I've got used to. And it's a habit. This is the arising of the world. The arising of your personal world. And it's teaching, the Buddha said, within this very body, with consciousness and perceptions and feeling, is the arising of the world. And the passing of the world and the way leading to the passing of the world. And you don't get to end of suffering until you've got to the end of the world. Well, this is the world he's talking about. This this sankaras formed, biased. The biases, the asava, the bias of becoming, seeking continuity, seeking permanence, seeking to establish a fixed pattern, bhava, seeking stimulation of some kind, or a change in stimulation, karmasava, ignorance, not noticing it, not wanting to notice it, getting compulsive, non-reflective, 
avijasava, these flood, these taint, these bias, these angle, these sankharas. That's how it all gets built up. But with stopping doing that, this is the ending of the asava, liberation, within this very body. So look at it very, you know, that's a kind of a map, and it's quite simplified, but it still can be very complex, trying to get all these Pali words in there. But just look at things like receptive as well as active. Notice when activation takes over, get really compulsive, got to do this. And whatever you think you've got to do and and are doing it, don't start to feel guilty about it. You know, if you've got to do Sudoku for two hours a day to feel sane, be my guest. That's fine. <laughs> I want you to feel happy. You want to do Sudoku for two hours a day, that's totally cool. Don't sit in your room feeling guilty about it. Just notice and be reflective and receptive to that. What's happening? Why is this pleasing me? How does the, where does the pleasure arise? Can I widen and soften around that? I like the rhythm. I like the way it stimulates my thinking mind to feel I'm doing something. The delight, the intellectual pleasure of doing crosswords. Ah, oh, I got it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, wow. Next. And then receiving that. Mm. How satisfying is it? Not really. We search for pleasure, that glow. Could we find it somewhere else? It should be longer, lasting. Just perhaps in being kind to myself will be pleasant. Perhaps just in being open, receiving this rather miraculous process of being alive, be gently agreeable, sensitivities, light, breath, movement, walking, if you need pleasure, get it. Can you get it this way? Which doesn't have all those side effects and hangovers. And the Buddha is very straight about it. He says, you know, a skilled cultivator is one who knows how to cultivate their own pleasure. Pleasure is not dependent upon something They've got to buy or do something that's dependent upon this this bodily formation that we live within. Or abide with him, carry it around with you. Make it a pleasant abiding. Make the heart a pleasant abiding. Receive it, enjoy it. Receive the skillfulness, the good deeds, the gratefulness. Drink it in. All it all builds up to abating floods of the asava and easing the compulsiveness of the sankara. So let's take some time for direct practice, bearing some of these themes in mind. <coughs> 